Welcome to Into Integrity again. I'm Kelly O'Donnell. Thanks a lot for joining with me as I follow Jesus to confront corruption. It's time for us to take a stand, speak up, and live in integrity. This is day 18 of my 40-day fast. It's a combined food fast and a hunger strike. You can have a look on the Into Integrity weblog for more information and important links. This is episode six, and the topic is Repent. It's God's love call to us. I feature reflections on five of the churches in the book of Revelation who, uh, that were called to repent, and then I share some of my prayers and intercessions the last few days for us all. A reminder that the purpose of my Into Integrity fast, it is to call attention to and confront the lack of disclosures by specific organizations, leaders, and people affected by the Nordic Capital Investment KB fraud, NCI, as well as the related dismissals that Michelle, my wife, and I have received. I am fasting for genuine contrition and striking for resolute action within the church mission community. Here are some reflections on Fast Day 18. In this podcast and posting, I emphasize God's love calling us to repent and to deepen our relationship with him and others. I share some core excerpts from the Petra People weblog, focusing on the command for repentance given by Christ, that is, his love calls, to five of the seven churches in the book of Revelation chapters 2 and 3. What is true of these churches in Asia Minor in the first century AD continues to be relevant for the church mission community today. Authentic repentance, the turning away from and shunning sin and turning towards and embracing God is a normal and necessary part of our Christian lives and at times much more so than at other times. This type of repentance is sorely needed in the specific integrity and corruption issues, which are addressed in the Petra People weblog, the Shine the Light Together petition, the Petra Statement 2012, the Professional Review on the Loving Truth and Peace weblog, court documents, and here in the Into Integrity Fast. In particular, and in love with forgiveness, I want to reach out again to the leaders who have dismissed us from organizations, leadership positions, and serious responsibilities. Many of these leaders have a major responsibility to assist in verifiable, detailed disclosures and independent reviews regarding how NCI has affected them and their organizations. I am praying that today you hear God's voice his love call without rationalizations or hardening your hearts. Today and all weekend, I am praying prayers of grace, mercy, forgiveness. I am interceding in the spirit, confronting the evil one, praying that the incarnate word of God, the incisive sword of the spirit, the illuminating spirit of light, will penetrate deep into your souls and spirits. And especially for you, Lynn, Ian, 
John, Tom, Jim, Steve, Donovan, Don, Bill, Bertel, Rajendran, and seven others unnamed here. Eighteen of you and your spouses. And for Michelle and me, sinners in need of God's mercy. And I assure you, as have many others, I do not have some type of psychological disorder. I do not need some type of psychological or psychiatric input or care. And I do not need some type of spiritual direction of a sacramental type or otherwise. I am not afraid of whistleblow or of its consequences. I am committed to love truth, peace, and people. But please pray with me also for all of our putting on the full armor of God, the armor of light, to confront the schemes of the wicked one, the thief who comes to kill, steal, and destroy the peoples of our world and ourselves. The Lord rebuke you, Satan, even the Lord who has chosen his beloved bride, knowing that the weapons of our warfare are divinely powerful for the tearing down of strongholds. Get behind us, Satan, for we set our minds on the purpose of God and not on our own or others. Setting our faces like flint to go to Jerusalem with him, laying down our lives in obedience to suffer outside of the walls of Jerusalem for him. For it is written, you shall fear and worship God alone, knowing that this type of the demonic only comes out with prayer and fasting. And we will see the prince of the power of the air and all of his associates falling like lightning from the skies, and we rejoice. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet. So do not be afraid. I am praying for the courage to walk in integrity and to confront corruption, including our own hypocrisy and any lofty, corrupt thing raised up against the knowledge, character, and purposes of God. And I acknowledge and warn against anything that will allow corruption to flourish in our lives, organizations, communities, nations, and world. The only thing to foster corruption is to do nothing about it or to do some ineffective, non-resolute thing and then to move on, often feeling self-justified and with consciences placated and livelihoods protected. May zeal for our Father's house consume us for his sake and glory and for the healing of his body comprised of all nations, peoples, tribes, and tongues. And in the words of the ancient historical prayer of the church, Agnus Dei, qui tolis peccata mundi, miserere nobis, dona nobis pacem. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us, and grant us peace. I now want to share five love calls for repentance, lessons from the five churches in the book of Revelation with applications for ourselves today. First, the church of Ephesus. 
title being Healing for People and Organizations from our weblog at your people. Therefore, remember from where you have fallen and repent and do the deeds you did at first, or else I am coming to you and will remove your lampstand out of its place unless you repent. This entry highlights the importance of repentance for personal and organizational integrity. It also includes verbatim the last two updates, healing the body and living in integrity, loving truth and peace, which summarize many of the efforts by the Petra People Network and summon the assistance of the people and the organizations affected by the Nordic capital investment fraud. Those affected refer to the specific investors and victims organizations and ministries, staff and leaders, and any others who have received, lost money in the scheme, or were somehow impacted. It also refers to the thousands of people who are or were part of these organizations or ministries, including board members and supporters, and who have a moral responsibility to call leaders and others to account, to disclose, conduct independent reviews, and where there are, quote, net positive gains to return money to the victims. The second church is Pergamum, and the topic is restitution or retribution on the Petri People weblog from February 2018. The one who has the sharp two-edged sword says this, repent or else I am coming to you quickly and will make war with them with the sword of my mouth. This weblog entry continues the recent emphasis on the importance of personal and organizational repentance. By repentance, we mean heartfelt contrition and serious behavior change. Repentance is not shaming or demeaning. Rather, it is a good, normal, freeing, and life-giving experience. In particular, the entry points out the grace of God that leads to repentance and restitution. Yet it also stresses the possible dire consequences, retribution by God, when repentance does not occur in important matters. The third church is Thyatira and the Petra People weblogs, title being Stop Tolerating Jezebel. These are the words of the Son of God. I know your deeds, your love and faith, your service and perseverance. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman, Jezebel. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So I will cast her on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely unless they repent of her ways. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds, and I will, will uh, repay each of you according to your deeds. This entry continues the recent emphasis on the importance of personal and organizational repentance. Remember, you can be doing good things, but still be engaged in corruption, as the above verse from Revelation points out, including tolerating Jezebel's immorality, that is, corruption via rationalizations, willful blindness, silence, and inaction. Repentance is not shaming or demeaning. It is good, normal, freeing, and life-giving. The fourth church is the Church of Sardis in the weblog entries. 
title, you are dead. Wake up. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what time I will come to you. This entry again continues the recent emphasis on the importance of personal and organizational repentance. That is, heartfelt contrition and serious behavior change. In particular, the entry points out the need, points out the serious need to acknowledge, confront, and be healed from widespread specific corruption in the church mission community. Remember, you can be doing good things or even be a, quote, nice person, but still be spiritually and morally dead, as the above verse from Revelation points out. The fifth and final church is Laodicea in the weblog. Topic, tough love, confronting moral and spiritual compromise. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. You are lukewarm. I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. The NCI summary and summons continue. This entry also includes verbatim the last four updates, healing the body, living in integrity, loving truth and peace, which summarize many of the efforts by the Petra People Network and summon the assistance of the people and the organizations affected by the NCI fraud. It is important to realize that the Swedish court documents released in 2010 and 2011 indicate that it was primarily Christians, Christian organizations, and Christian ministries that were affected by NCI. Some of the main ones were part of Youth with a Mission, including Mercy Ministries, Lou Rouche, and Mercy Ships. Youth for Christ Switzerland was also used as an address for one of the main NCI promoters for NCI activities and Crossroads Church in Fernable Terror also had many members who heard and had invested in NCI. In gracious prayer and intercession, I encourage us all to consider our ways and for many colleagues and people to do so regarding the protracted NCI matter and dismissals. God's love call is a tough love call and a command for repentance. And the spirit of light is jealous to reside in our entire being. Let me summarize and apply the five Petra people weblog entries, reflecting on five of the churches in Revelation. Seek healing for yourselves, people, and organizations. Embrace restitution, not retribution. Stop tolerating Jezebel, condoning, ignoring, and practicing immorality in your midst. Stop sleeping and wake up. Confront moral and spiritual compromise. 
Well, thanks for joining with me, Kelly O'Donnell, for Into Integrity. Thanks also for your prayers, encouragement, and support. You can read the posting on the Integrity in on the Into Integrity weblog and access the related resources and links. Feel free to contact me by email. Take a stand, speak up, live in integrity, and spread the word. Thank you.